Red Pegasus Podcast here, back for another full edition of the show, and it is going to be a good one. You know why? Because I was in the pre-show meeting. Yes, it was fantastic. On today's edition, we are going to be talking about autonomous trucks coming to Dallas. Are you kidding me? As long as I stay out of the left lane. Uh, 38 actually cool things to do in Dallas this summer. Yep, where you got you covered there. Um, the Dallas Media Outlet Central Track is up for sale. Say what? And then another edition of a sports update. We got it all here. Hang with us. All right, intro guy. Let us know who we're listening to. Welcome to the Red Pegasus Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Martin Garcia and Darian Clark. Before we get into anything, somebody (laughs) is locked up. Somebody's rocking some new jewelry over there on that left hand. Oh, boy, fresh, Martin. Looking fresh. Looking real fresh. Goodness gracious. He's a married man. Martin, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, this married life is treating me well so far. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, not complaining, not complaining. It was nice. How about you? I'm doing all right. It was a, a grand weekend last weekend, grand party, celebrating Martin and Natalie, tying the knot, getting married. Under oath. No turning back now, Martin. <laughs> no turning back now. That's <laughs> it. The state of Texas said, all right, we got a new married couple. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, left side's a little heavy with his ring, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's a little weird. Yeah. Um, definitely is a little size too big, probably. Oh, yeah. Definitely need to go get that ring uh, resized. Um, it feels weird because you know that feeling like when you don't wear flip-flops, but then you do for the first time and that like piece of plastic is right in between your toes yep, like yep. that's what this feels like <laughs> yeah like in between my pinky and my middle finger like i just feel something there and it's like that's so that's so different that's a good way to explain it it's uh definitely a and definitely a different feeling but yeah, a good feeling absolutely a good feeling now mine is like when i take it off my skin is like completely moved oh inward, really like as if a ring is still sitting there so yeah. it just makes its way and it forms its way in there <laughs> it just sits at home perfectly in yeah, there it just sits right at home and now i don't even really realize it sometimes i forget to take it off when i go to bed so yeah i'm i'm not a big jewelry person so yeah. this is definitely uh, a weird feeling for me that's for sure yeah um but it feels nice like i said it feels yeah. good i like um I feel like when I used when I first got my tattoo, like on my left side, like I would always point out things with yeah. my left hand or with my left arm a lot. Like be like, oh yeah, that uh, that over there, and like meanwhile, check you know, this slide out, the yeah. sleeve up. Yeah. Now I, I catch myself doing that, not even like on purpose, but I'll like surprise myself and I grab my laptop bag oh, yeah. and I'll see just a little shine, a little sparkle there, and yeah. I'm like, ooh, okay, nice. I yeah. forgot about that. Rocking um, that rose gold, huh? Yeah, got a rose gold. Looks um, good. Try to get some bling on there, but I wanted a thin band. Yeah. And if you want some bling on there, you're going to have to have a little bit thicker of a right. band. Yeah. Obviously to fit the stones, but yeah, I like it. Honestly, I thought it'd be a lot um, more uncomfortable just because like I said, I don't wear rings in mm-hmm. general. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it fits nice. Feels good. It looks good. Yeah. Uh, how do you think, think the so. weekend went? Um, that's a good question. I don't want to hear your perspective. I wish I could remember uh, how the weekend went. Hashtag um, open bar. Am totally, I right? <laughs> totally kidding. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, fun weekend. Uh, being able to, I feel so. Leading up to the wedding, we were always telling people like when they would ask us like what we were excited for and and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'd always, well, the both of us, we would always say, you know, mm-hmm. we're very excited to just like celebrate with everybody and like yeah. have a party and have a good time. For sure. And people always looked at us like, um, do you, are you sure when you know what a wedding is? And it's like, no, we know what a wedding is. Like yeah. we're, we're going to have a party. It's going to be a celebration. Like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what we're celebrating. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like the people who went to the wedding now realize what we were talking about when we said that it was a celebration and a party because it's exactly what it was. Yes. After after the beautiful, I mean, everything just turned out perfectly. Like I know that there's a lot of people who have their weddings and like something might go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like the flower girl forgot the flowers yeah, or yeah. You, know, you have a baby crying or something like that. But Literally, every went, everything went perfectly mm-hmm. at the wedding. And so it was nice. We didn't have to worry about anything. Yep. Um, 
And then, like I said, man, after the I do's, it was just party time after that. That's right. Which was nice. It was it was good being able to celebrate with, we obviously had a, well, to some people it might not seem like it was a small wedding, but to us it was a smaller wedding. Yeah. And we were just happy that we were able to celebrate with everybody who we loved, wanted to be around us, and we wanted to be around them. And yeah, it was a good time overall. It was a beautiful weekend, Martin. It was a fantastic party, like you said. Thank you, sir. And um, I was just honored to be a part of it. So thanks for including me. I had to. I had to get you, Lewis, uh, two bros from uh, high school, two of my college friends, and then my brother and now my brother-in-law, yep. my groomsman. So yep. it was nice. Um, may, may have gone a little too hard near the end, <laughs> near the end of the night. Uh, but overall, it was a pretty good uh, night. What about, what do you think? <laughs> I think it was, it was, it was fun. It was a good, nice party celebration. Yeah. Um, as soon as we said, I do, man, we could feel, you could feel the vibe shift, you know, it was <laughs> like a, it was a beautiful, sensational moment. But as soon as, you know, y'all turn on that music and y'all head out, the, head down the aisle, I was like, all right, game on, yep. let's go. You know, it's party time. We now. could feel it just shift. So, um, and then when y'all came down those stairs, man, they, they had those stairs entering. Goodness gracious, dude. Could it be any more like majestic and perfect, dude, you know, right? like the drama, whenever Natalie's music came on for her yeah. to come out, it was like, dude, suspense, man. It was it very was, nice. It was incredible. And then when y'all come down dancing, ready for the reception, you know, man, that yeah. was just perfect. So, um, it was a great weekend overall. And, um, yeah, like I said, just happy to be a part of it and, um, happy to celebrate y'all into, a lifetime of forever um, and happiness. Dude. So, happy for you, brother. Congrats. Thanks, man. Thank you. Uh, it's, uh, nothing really has changed. <laughs> People are always like, so does it feel weird to be married now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing really has changed, but we do, I'm pretty sure all couples have done this, but like, now we just say things like, okay, wife, or yeah, we're right, like, okay, yeah. husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're throwing those, those, uh, little cute names around a lot yep. uh, around the apartment. Yeah. And, uh, our apartment is still pretty much a mess from which I had no idea this happened, but a lot of people had gotten us things. Mm -hmm. Like I, I wasn't expecting a lot of people to bring actual gifts. Oh yeah. But so we did that as well. And I mean, it was just nice seeing all the nice things that we got. It was very sweet from everybody. We appreciate everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so our house is still a little bit of a mess. I bet. Maybe <laughs> taking some time uh, trying to clean up around the place. But it also doesn't help when you live in an apartment and you've got enough things that can fill up a house. So yeah. We'll have to figure some of that stuff out. But yeah, overall, pretty good weekend. Fun. Relaxing. I was able to relax for a bit, which was nice too. Yeah. And yeah, glad everybody was able to come out. Good times indeed. All right, Martin, I'm going to move on here. Yeah. How about some QOTD? Start it off right. Question of the day. If you could have a dish named after you, mm -hmm. what would it be? Okay. I was having uh, some trouble trying to think of something like this because yeah. I like so many dishes. Yeah. Um, but if I can have one that was named after me, it would probably be a burger. Okay. With cheese, obviously, and bacon. You need those too. Yeah. I would also do maybe some like grilled jalapenos. Okay. Um, some mayo. Yep. And, um, did I say pickles? No. Definitely have to have the pickles in there. Yeah. Um, and then... For the sides, it would probably be, be curly fries. Okay. And an extra little small appetizer slash side of chicken tenders or chicken nuggets. Okay. That's that would definitely be my uh, I like it. My meal right there. What any, about you? Any like dipping sauce to go with that? Ooh, um you know what? Scratch that. The mayo, I would get that uh chili aioli mayo or okay. whatever that they that some places make. Yeah, yeah. I would go with that. For dipping sauce, I'd probably just go with ranch, but like, okay. I don't know really how to describe these, but like house made ranches, like not Hidden Valley or anything, but like, yeah, you know how restaurants will make their own ranch. I'd probably would do something like that. A runny, watery ranch or thick? Somewhere in between. Okay. Maybe a little bit more on the thicker side, but okay. something definitely. Because dude, that watery, some of them watery ranches <laughs> hit, dude. Like Wingstop, they oh do, my heck, goodness. Yeah. 
You're right. Exactly. Wingstop Ranch definitely hit. Yeah. Okay. I like it. So a good cheeseburger with bacon, grilled jalapenos, pickles, may or uh, like a, mayo. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's good definitely stuff. Definitely gotta have that. And then uh, a side of curly fries and just maybe a chicken tender too. Yeah. Yeah. Some, maybe like on ranch. top with a with a toothpick going there through it yeah, on yeah. top of the bun. All right. The There's Martin. Like All right. That. I want to get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? The Martin found at your local. Uh, Twisted Root. How about Twisted that? Twisted Root. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no Rodeo free shouts. Goat. No free shouts. Just kidding. Not Twisted Root. <laughs> um, for me, man. I, so I was at Rodeo Goat the other day and I saw the Brad Sham. I got the Brad Sham burger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a good QOTD for the podcast. You know, I'm always thinking about like content for the pod, right? Yeah, definitely. And I was like, man, if I had something named after me, what would it be? I was like, man, I really went down this long rabbit hole of, man, I think it'd it might be a burger man it might be a taco yeah. or man actually i think it'd be a pizza so i'm gonna go with a pizza Ooh, okay i want i want a pizza joint to name uh a pizza after me the darian <laughs> the darian people go order uh the darian at uh like connie rosa or something yeah <laughs> yeah i would want it to be just like a just like a pan pizza a hand-tossed pan pizza yeah so not super thin not thick right there in the middle the crust would be buttery garlic cheese filled. You know what I mean? Okay. Like get that okay. stuff. Get the that, stuffed crust. That lovey-dovey stuffed crust. <laughs> and but garlic and butter it up on the ends too. Like I want to be able to like dip that in some marinara when I'm done with it. Oh yeah. You know Have what I mean? a breadstick. Yes. Kind of like a cheesy filled breadstick. Yep. Absolutely. So, um, but on the pizza, I'd have just some classic marinara and mozzarella cheese. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, I would have all the meats. Any meat you think you could put on pizza, Ooh, okay. but but not like chicken or steak, not like that yeah. far, but any kind of typical pizza meat. So I'm going to have pepperoni, Canadian bacon, beef, sausage, bacon, extra bacon, <laughs> mozzarella, throw mozzarella cheese back on top of that. Yeah. I would have jalapenos and I would <sighs> drizzle it with honey. Dude, <laughs> drizzle it with honey. Yes. Oh, okay. Have you ever had a honey on a pizza? um kind of sort of so yeah. when when we you mentioned kane natalie and i will sometimes get kane yes yes and yes. one of their pizzas a hot soprasada pizza yes and that is like glazed with honey on it yes. so yes that's, that's exactly really as far about. as i go when it comes to honey on pizza but mm-hmm. if it was a hot soprasada i'm definitely on the same page with you for sure yep so it'd be essentially a meat lover with a glorious stuffed crust with jalapenos extra cheese and honey Almost like a, uh, almost like a double decker pizza. Yeah. Because you were like naming all those meats, and then you said a layer of cheese again yeah. with more meats on top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, okay. A heart attack, but definitely a heart attack. Uh, a twice a, a year kind of meal, you know. Yeah. So, pizza joints, y'all listening? I got your next best invention. There you go. There's a, a spot in uh, the colony called Heritage Pizza. It's literally one of my favorite spots. Every time I. Uh, have my choice on where we get to go to dinner or if we're in the area yeah. or if it's like my birthday <laughs> i'm telling brooke like hey we're going to heritage going pizza <laughs> and oh man it's just such good pizza man do you mm. get to make good your vibes. own vibes you can make your own yeah okay so i should i should hit him up and be like, hey i, I got a, i got the next next best invention for y'all <laughs> we'll have to make something up and like a drink or something yeah maybe here at crossbar we can mm. tell them to make a drink called the red pegasus yeah and then people can order it here and we'll have to we'll have to figure this out though on the side dude maybe. speaking of a rabbit hole man you got my mind thinking right now <laughs> <laughs> i am so down <clears throat> all right oh oh you're oh i thought you were about to start uh oh no no, no. About i was it. just i was just thinking oh, okay. i was like We'll we'll have to come back to this later. It'll be oh, a whole definitely. podcast segment or something. Like, what would be the Red Pegasus drink? Yeah, you know, definitely. I uh, also have to throw in Hatch Green Chilies. Totally mm. forgot about that. That's good. And man. you mentioned Rodeo Goat, and I was like, oh, I usually try and get that green chili yes. uh, burger that they have there. So I would definitely have to throw that on my burger too. That's that's good. But I I just like so much. Like I don't even know. Like for pasta, it would definitely be like a chicken carbonara or. Mm-hmm. Um, or like a chicken Alfredo oh, with yeah. like double the chicken or something. Mm, yes, please. 
I just ate, but I'm already hungry. Again. I know, right? Just Man, we got to get off the food, dude. Yeah, we, <laughs> dude, we stay talking about food on this podcast. Right? <laughs> we do. Mad talk about food all the time. I think we named this podcast uh, the wrong name. <laughs> yeah. We're always just talking about food. But hey, if there's one good thing to do around here in this area, you know it's eat. Oh, for sure. You can definitely get a lot of so. stuff. Tends to always be um, Hispanic related, but yeah. I feel like every time I Google search food near me it's always showing me like all the mexican or tex-mex restaurants <laughs> yes. or like puerto rican or just like jeez, yeah. okay can we do something else please uh-huh. um all right so moving on yes. uh did you see this thing that uh is happening around <laughs> dallas around next month with these autonomous uh trucks kind of you see like you said next month that's already news to me exactly. are you serious <laughs> we are in the future. Definitely. Please hit me with this. I need to know. Um, so I believe this company is called Gatic or something like that. Okay. And uh, it's like uh, an autonomous vehicle startup company. Oh, gosh. And they had announced that they have a commercial partnership to deliver paper goods to 34 Sam's Club locations around the DFW area. Okay. So we're talking about toilet paper. We're talking about Dixie cups. Okay. We're talking about napkins, paper towels, and stuff like that. Okay. Um. So yeah, they're going to be delivering all that stuff, and it's set to begin in July. Dude, that is insane. First of all, seriously, isn't that a red flag alone that they're only going to be delivering paper goods? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, because if something goes wrong, it's not like flammable. <laughs> it's not going to make a super big mess. You know, because ex- they they're they're a startup company, so it's like, oh gosh, what are we in store for here? <laughs> we already have like crazy accidents all around dallas all the time now you're adding um truck driverless trucks you gotta be kidding me definitely what i thought of (laughs) when i saw the paper goods i was like they definitely are trying to haul things that aren't flammable (laughs) and probably won't cause a lot of trouble if there's like an accident like um what was the one that was a couple weeks ago or a month ago or something where it was on 30 with eggs yes i saw that. yeah all the eggs all those eggs so they probably are like yo we need to choose a product that's like easily um uh you know something that we can easily get our hands on and stock up again in case there's an accident of some sort hopefully there isn't but yeah um yeah so this is the this isn't actually the first time that we've seen things like this before Mm -hmm. um texas florida and arizona have been testing sites for some of these programs okay so it's not like really the first time that we've seen autonomous trucks but this is like the first time they're actually being used for commercial use and uh, companies argue that these autonomous trucks will help with driver shortages. Um, obviously, what we're all feeling right now, the fuel prices, the volatility in the fuel price, mm. and the performance limitations as well, because truck drivers are humans. They have to get rest and whatnot. Sure. Um, but there is a other study that showed that about 500,000 jobs could be lost if wow. we go full autonomous. So. That is insane. Is it the best move? You know, I'm not too sure. Man. There's always uh, complications for things like this. Yeah. Uh, it's never, never always uh, one good thing. There's always some negative sides yeah, to it. Yeah, there always is. That's crazy. But yeah. Just got to weigh the pros and cons, I guess, and we'll see uh, how good it is. Choose, choose which one's best. 34 yeah. Sam's locations, autonomous vehicles. I mean... I just feel like we're already at a point where self-auto driving or autopilot vehicles are like kind of safe. Yeah. You know? I feel like their their um, margin of error is just about as much as a human's maybe. Sure. Yeah. We'll see. Shout out uh, if you see any of these autonomous vehicles. Yeah, seriously. Let us know because it'll be here within the next 21 days. Definitely, dude. This week has gone by so fast. So we're already... Fast nearing halfway through june yep like how is that even possible that is i crazy. literally just got married <laughs> um just want to give a quick shout out to crossbar yes once again uh it is summertime they've got some deals going on i know if you're a college student who's back in the dfw area maybe want a place to hang out and grab a drink or maybe play some indoor soccer yes. and come down to Crossbar. I think they have $5 pickup games with a show of ID. Yeah, on Thursday nights. Thursday nights, yes. Yes. And then, I mean, honestly, you, you follow Crossbar on Instagram, Facebook, the social medias, you'll find all the great deals that they're always offering. So yep. definitely check that out. And uh, 
Yeah, we're definitely gonna have to find a uh, a drink uh, concoction. We'll yes. help you make a concoction that we can put up on their bar menu. Let's do it. I'm so down. I think that would be really dope. But yeah, and um, if you come and play pickup, you can just use code Pegasus. That's right. Um, now through the end of July, um, to play some free pickup. So just get go online to their website. Uh, it'll be in the show description, and type in Pegasus to get some free pickup. Any day of the week. Yeah, that's right. They play pickup indoor soccer every day of the week. So if you aren't already, follow Crossbar and check them out. Come on over in Richardson. It's a fun Seriously. time. This place is open like seven days a week. Yeah. They're All killing the time. It. They're killing it. It's so cool. Um, So Crossbar mm-hmm. is something that you can do during the summer. Yes. Hang out and, uh, like I said, drink some beers, watch some games. They have literally every game um, available to watch Mm -hmm. they have video game systems here that it's open for everyone to just hop on and play i think last time i was playing with lewis out here yeah and aaron i was oh uh yeah we came by crossbar they were doing the battle of the brewers oh yeah and uh came to watch that and me and aaron and lewis uh a different aaron from college uh came by and we just started playing like call of duty and and (laughs) fifa out here in the lobby which was pretty fun um but Crossbars one, we actually came across this article by Thrillist. 38 actually cool things to do in Dallas this summer. Yes. Um, they were missing one, so that was technically 39. It was crossbar. Um, but <laughs> yeah, 38 cool, actually cool things to do in Dallas this summer. Number one, place your bets on thoroughbreds running in circles. Yes. And I totally forget that this is even here. Yeah. Because we, or at least I don't really travel to Grain Prairie a lot. Uh-huh, I right. totally forgot about Lone Star Park. Yep. Uh, and their live horse racing. Uh, Thrilla says the best way to experience the park is with a private suite. It's going to run you about 115 per person. And uh, that includes an open bar, personal bartender, uh, unlimited access to the buffet, uh, stocked with fajitas and chicken fried steak okay. and some more goods that I'm sure you'll be able to enjoy. Hold up, though. That's a pretty good deal. If 115, right? Yeah. If it's a suite, you're watching horse races, and you have an open bar and unlimited fajitas and chicken fried steak, yeah. like a buffet. Man, that's actually... Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mine's moving. Definitely. It's a date day. <laughs> I mean... I don't, I've never been to a, a derby like that. Yeah. Or they're called derbies, right? Yeah. Or yeah. just horse races. Um, I've never been to anything like that, so I don't really know what, how much you would normally spend there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like 115 bucks isn't that bad of a price to yeah. pay, especially if it's like an all day event mm-hmm. and you can spend all day there, drink whatever, however much you want and uh eat as much as you want to yeah because they're usually all day events or at least all after and evening events okay they are yeah okay that's what i thought like if you're going to any other sporting event that's how much you pay just for like a ticket into a suite yeah you know and then you gotta add the food and then you gotta add the drinks and then you gotta add everything else that comes with that so definitely seems like a pretty good deal definitely how about immerse yourself in artistic masterpieces I'm sure we've all heard about these exhibits that pop up here in and around Dallas. Um, yeah. Things like the Van Gogh exhibit showcases the like the artwork. Yeah. But in like digital form, like kind of like you're within it. Yeah, definitely. Um, free to call and beginning July 1st, the first Claude Monet exhibit coming to Dallas. I'm not sure where. Did you catch where these were, Martin, exactly? Or they have yet to be Um. Announced? It, uh, I think they're all in one place. I forgot what the building is actually named. I think it's like Liberty something. Okay. But it's in downtown. It's, um, kind of off of, it's honestly right down the street from where I yeah, live. Yeah. I, I think I, I remember seeing it. It's in downtown, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, the floor to ceiling projections of the artist's most spectacular works, um, are set to music and animation while you're in there. And then Thrillist um, even offers a pro tip while you're in there. The side exhibits are less crowded and allows you to have a more intimate viewing. And another pro tip is um, you can book a yoga class in there, (laughs) which is interesting. That's pretty cool, though. Have you been to one of those exhibits before, Martin? So Natalie is a big uh, Freddie Kahlo fan. And 
I was going to buy tickets. They do run on the higher end side. I think they're like 50 something bucks each. Okay. And then if you want like more of a VIP package or, or more things added to it, um, it does cost a little bit more. Also depends on what time of the day you're going and all that other stuff. I actually did see, so when you're on the website, I think they have kind of like a gallery where it just swipes through pictures. Oh yeah. And I did see one with a yoga class. <laughs> so it was a Vincent Van Gogh one and it had a whole bunch of like sunflowers on the ceiling, on the walls, on the ground. Oh wow. And you just see like uh, a four by four by eight um, group of people just doing yoga in the <laughs> middle of the big building. Yeah. It was, it looked pretty cool. That's sweet. Um, but definitely want to try and go. I've known that some people who have gone, they yep. said that they liked it. Yeah. It's a really cool exhibit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd like to go check one out too. Um, again, um, Van Gogh, Frida Kahlo and Claude Monet artists are ex- expressing their, um, masterpieces in life-size presentations and is at the lighthouse art space lighthouse there that's what's go. called lighthouse yes. art space in downtown dallas yeah what did i say it was liberty something or like something liberty like yeah, something yeah. Like that. i knew it was with an l yeah um all right uh how about this get to know the local wine scene um so of course some people automatically think of hill country driftwood yeah uh, those places down there in austin but some might also forget that grapevine Pretty close by to DFW. Yep. Um, actually has a pretty good selection of vineyards, and they do lots of wine tasting there as well. Um, really, at any place, you can do wine tastings. You can have lunch, dinner. They have options for both of those. You can tour the grounds of these vineyards. Yep. I mean, they're just beautiful places. So if you're just trying to relax and hang out, spend some time outside, and then maybe cool down with a glass of wine. Grapevine is definitely a place to go if you're not trying to travel too far. If you're willing to put some miles on your car and maybe travel a little bit, um, you know, I know not a lot of us are with these gas prices right now. Yeah, right. Um, but definitely check out Hill Country. They have a lot of vineyards down there as well. Seriously. Beautiful yeah. looking uh, landscapes and, and grounds and whatnot. Yeah. People sleep on Texas's wine and Hill Country. Man, they have some of the best options in the country. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you look at Northern California; they do, they do. Of course, they're like the number one, but I would not sleep on Texas wine, man. It's becoming yeah, a world class no. option for sure. Definitely coming up, and uh, a pretty good selection of wine too. And they are also hosting so many different events. I mean, you can probably go to Grapevine's uh, website, like the City of Grapevine's website. Yep. And throw a quarter at your screen or whatever, and you'll hit some sort of event that they're hosting in downtown yeah, Grapevine. Right. Yeah. Uh, so definitely check that out for sure. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. How about enjoying some of the city's coolest urban green spaces? Yeah, believe it or not, it's more than just Clyde Warren Park nowadays. Yeah. Um, they have the city, downtown specifically, all these are in, in and around like the downtown proper area. Um, Carpenter Park, it's the city's newest spot, which opened May 3rd. So pretty fresh spot. Um. They have Pacific Plaza, Main Street Garden Park, and Annette Strauss Square. All um, little green areas in and around Dallas, Fort Worth. And not to mention, it is free. Exactly. Grab a picnic basket and um, bring your loved one or bring your kids and um, enjoy some time outside. Maybe on a cooler day sometime throughout the summer. Definitely. Inflation is hitting all of us pretty hard. So (laughs) free things to do here and there is uh, definitely nice. Um, speaking of Carpenter Park, this actually, like you said, just opened a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, right down the street from where we live too. Okay. Uh, I remember, so when you get off, if you're like traveling on 75, you have that good Latimer exit Uh and it's on the left hand. Yep. Well, we used to be able to take that exit and just go straight all the way to our apartment complex. Uh But then construction blocked off one of the streets yep. like a section of the street i know what you mean so we had to take the super long way right yeah you you know because you've taken it so many times <laughs> yeah yep, yep. well we thought that they were building an apartment complex there mm. and we're like man they're building another apartment complex like they haven't even finished the other five that's <laughs> like right down the street too yeah yep. and then finally i saw dude it was honestly like one day it was all concrete gravel nothing then the next day it was an open park 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, it looks really nice yeah. from what I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. We haven't taken a trip down there because, hell, your boy got married. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we definitely want to take a trip down there because it, it really does look nice. They have like the um, really cool water spouts that like shoot up from the ground yeah. and you can like run through them. So we saw kids like playing in that little water square area. And yeah, I mean, uh, they have a couple basketball courts, outside courts there. Okay. So I was like, man, cool. I had no idea that this yeah. was going to be a park, but it looks very nice. That's cool. Um, so I can't I wait till it's like completely done. Like, aren't they still doing stuff like all? all uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's completely I done. think okay. it's completely done. Well, at least they open up the road. That's all I care okay, about. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm tired of going through Deep Ellum because man, that traffic was horrible. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, definitely check out any of the wonderful parks that we've got here, especially if you're just trying to do something last minute, last second. Yep. Not spend too much money. Um, something else that you can do, hop on a horse and hit the trails. Yep. Yep. And, uh, this is over in Lake Benbrook over in Fort Worth. Can't see. I'm a little blind over here. This text is a little too small. <laughs> um, Lake Benbrook over in Fort Worth, you'll find a horse for your riding style. So whether you're a beginner or okay. an expert, they have a horse there for you. Someone, something that's not going to buck you off. Yeah, right. Uh, notice nice. how I use the term there, buck off, because <laughs> your boy's been watching Yellowstone. And uh, this is probably something that I'm going to do pretty, pretty soon, because after watching Yellowstone, uh, <clears throat> I might become a cowboy sometime Yeah, I'm just soon. waiting for you to walk in the studio next time with a cowboy hat and some boots on, <laughs> belt buckle and all. <laughs> Dude, we're watching, uh, obviously, we're watching Yellowstone. Yeah. It's such a good show. It is amazing. Such right? a good show. Where are y'all at now? Uh, season four, almost done with season four. Okay. So, real quick. So, you saw that finale to season three. Yes. Uh, yes. Dude. Definitely. That was intense. Yeah, man. Um, Real quick. Yep. It's on Peacock. Yep. Is there a season five already? No. They're but literally there is. filming it now. And that's also going to be on Peacock or Paramount. It, it when it first releases, it's only on Paramount. Oh, okay. After a while, like season four, I think just got put on Peacock like a couple months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it takes a while, but it'll eventually be on Peacock. Ah, because it leaves Paramount after a few months. Yeah, and then it comes on Peacock. Okay. Yeah. It looks like we're gonna have to get a Paramount account too. Yeah, which is great. And <laughs> hey, there's another one. Hey, side note, I got one for you, bro. I, you're good. <laughs> hey, appreciate it, brother. That's what we we're telling people. Like, uh, we we're telling Natalie's brother. He was like, "Yeah, we haven't watched Yellowstone because we don't have." peacock and i was like well mm. we got it so yeah. don't worry about it we yeah. got you right um uh, but yeah definitely such a good show and i'm ready to watch 1883 too, <laughs> yeah you are dude which uh, uh i totally forgot a friend of mine shout out to tyler yeah a friend of mine does um audio work for films and tv shows yeah he worked on 1883 are you serious yes Whoa. he was doing he was doing uh, audio for one of the episodes that they had filmed here in fort worth dang yes uh, that is sick. and I don't know if you've ever seen this show. Totally taking a sidetrack right now from this yep. little segment. Right. But um Hop on a horse in Fort Worth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh have you seen The Umbrella Academy on Netflix? I have not, no. Okay, so their second or third season, whatever. They're shooting a bit of it in Dallas because it was the JFK assassination. Oh, yep. And he was on that on that show too. Dang. Your boy making moves. <laughs> Yo, he's making moves, putting Nacogdoches on the map. Come on the show, Tyler. Yeah, definitely. We'll definitely have him on yeah. for sure because he's. I'm sure he's got a lot of stories they can tell. Mm-hmm. Okay, back to the cool things to do in Dallas. So hop right. on a horse in Fort Worth. Yeah, uh, live your lo- Yellowstone dream, <laughs> and uh, yeah, have some fun. Okay, this one's in the neck of my woods, um, up in Plano. You can go swim across the state of Texas. Did you know there's a Texas pool? I did not. Until I came across this article. Yep. There is a pool literally the size of, and sh- not size, <laughs> literally yeah, the, the shape size. of Texas. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> the, it's called the Gulf of Mexico, right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, the 61st anniversary of the Texas pool is this year. It's uh, listed on the National Register of Historic Places. Yeah, it's been around that long. Um, it's over in like southeast Plano, kind of near the downtown Plano area. So, okay. It is a saltwater pool, saltwater oasis, as they explain it, with a snack bar on site and barbecue grills if you'd like to cook out. Nice, nice. Yep. It's $10 a visit. Gives you access all day for non-members. Um, and they have a season membership for $150 if you want to frequent it because it's a pretty sweet spot. 
Um, I have yet to go there just because every time I go, it's super packed. Yeah. Every time I've checked it out or wanted to go, it's been really packed. So um, go when they open. I recommend that. And then uh, maybe you can get in and beat some of the crowd. Which but, they are definitely open now. I think they open up May 31st, like yes. right before yeah, June. So. Yeah, they did open for sure. So I'm not sure what time they open every day, but whatever time it is, I'm sure you can find out and go as soon as they do. So this is just like a community pool, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. a rec center pool or yeah, something? Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, I saw a bird's eye view of it and I was like, dude, how have I never even heard of this? I'm mm-hmm. so confused. Yeah. And 61 years? Like, what the heck? Yeah. I had no idea. I think like the panhandle area is like the the deep end. So they have a diving pool oh, over really? there in that area. <laughs> and then like the hill country area, I think there's a volleyball net so you can play some water volleyball. Oh, and stuff nice. Like that. They have a slide into Dallas or something. You know, so it's yeah. It's a pretty cool little spot. Nice. Uh, uh, so yeah. I wonder, that. I wonder what the fastest is you can travel from Houston to El Paso. Oh, yeah. have <laughs> <laughs> to dodge a lot of people, right? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, so, the like we said earlier, the list is 34 or 38 different places. We just named a few. Yeah. Uh, some honorable mentions. Visit the Farmer's Market. Always oh, yeah. a cool place to check out yeah. um, different vendors. AT&T Stadium, uh, yeah. Nasher Sculpture Center, Art Park at Trinity Groves. Have okay. you no, seen this? I've never been This there. is pretty dope. Natalie and I actually went a couple weeks ago. Um, they have like a small section of restaurants that you can try out, but the rest of it is just like open seating. Like it's it's just so weird. And there's like art installations around. Okay. It's a really cool place to just hang out and, and drink and hang out with friends. Nice. Uh, I think they also have some like yard game stuff. Yeah. Um, and you can also retrace your steps or the steps of Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. So, Dude, I I didn't know they had tours for this. Have you ever Bonnie like and Clyde seen a, stuff? Yeah. Have you ever seen like a documentary on them or like a movie on them? I I haven't, but I do know that they have like a lot of tours. Yeah, it's fascinating, it. man. Because they're both buried here, two separate grave sites, and then obviously, um, I think it's Bonnie. Sorry, no, Clyde's childhood home is right over there near Trinity Groves. Oh, really? Like on the West Dallas side. So yeah, I think it still stands. It used to be a a uh, long-running family gas station that they had. Ooh. Yeah, and then they just lived out of it, I think, so. <laughs> Straight up outlaws, man. <laughs> yeah, They're crazy. Imagine being around at that time. Yeah. The amazing team that calls themselves the Dallas Mavericks. For the first time in franchise history, the Dallas Mavericks have won the NBA championship. Now for some sports. It's been a while since we've done this, huh, Martin? It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's getting to that point in the sports world where it's just like running through a long, rough baseball season. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like July, August is like, eh, it's just baseball. So if the Rangers aren't doing well, it's like, <laughs> eh, I'm going to check out here for a bit. Go uh, hang out in the AC. Um, But let's, we haven't done it yet. Let's go ahead and recap the Mavs, man. Okay. What a run yeah, they had. Definitely. That was incredible while it lasted. That was good. They shocked the entire NBA world, man, by what they did. Not only did everyone pick them not to get out of the first round, but they got out of the second round by beating the former uh, reigning Western Conference champs, the Suns. Yeah. They beat them in seven games, and then they went to the Western Conference Finals where, you know, they lost to the Warriors in five games. But no one expected them to even go that far. You know, True. it was pretty much the success of a season whenever they got out of the first round because that was obviously Luca's first time ever getting out of the first round of the playoffs. So that was a huge success. But then they went on to go beat the Suns in seven. And uh, man, we were just on fire. Man. It was like, it was a cool time to be a Mavs fan. Everyone's like 2011 back, back again. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but uh, it, uh, shorted, it ended shortly after that. Um, but all in all, we wanted to just shout them out and say congrats to the Mavs on another good season um headed by yours truly luka Doncic. um how about a brief rangers update the expectations were low there (laughs) everyone's you know everyone didn't think the rangers were going to be anything this year which rightfully so they are very young squad with a couple studs coming along so um, it was a rough start at first i think they started out like four and 14 or something like that they were bottom the mlb um, and then May rolls around, and they're like the hottest team in baseball. Yeah. June 1st, they literally hit 500. And everyone was freaking out because it was the first time they were at like 
when I say 500, that's like the same amount of wins and losses. I was about to say, yeah, I yeah. know what 500 means, but for like other people yeah, who yeah. don't know what yeah. 500 means. They were right at like the same amount of wins as losses, which okay. in baseball is, is good, especially this early in the season. You know, yeah. It's the long season. It's like 100. It might be a little shorter this year with the lockout, but it was, it's like 162 game season. So being at 500 in the month of June is pretty good knowing you have a lot of baseball left to play. So no one expected them to be where they're at right now considering how their roster looks. Um, Martin Perez, uh, he's a pitcher that the Rangers used to have in his prime. And yeah. He's like an old veteran now. He's come back and all of a sudden he's like the best pitcher in baseball. <laughs> he has the best ERA out of everyone in baseball and everyone's like freaking out. Like, are you kidding me? Who's this reviving from the dead? Because he's like low-key like 35, 36 years old. And, yeah. You know, obviously that's not old, but in baseball it's old. In baseball it's yeah. old. Um, so, in sports in general it's old. Yeah, honestly, like I didn't even know he was in the league anymore. He's... Like, I thought he was done with baseball. <laughs> but here he is, killing it, coming back. Um, and Mark Simeon and Trevor. Uh, oh, my gosh, I'm having a blank. Who is our shortstop? Ooh, wish I could help you out here. Oh, my goodness. Want me to take a quick our detour to $300 million dollar man. Anyway, um, he is killing it right now. They're both doing well. And, um, yeah, it's a slightly more exciting time to be a Texas Rangers fan. Um. I was about to say Trevor's story, but it's not Trevor's story. It's, Who is uh, it? The shortstop. Marcus Simeon? No, not Marcus Corey Simeon. Singer? Corey Seager. Duh. Seager? Corey Seager. He's our $300, $300 million man. I can't <laughs> I can't remember his name. Um, yeah, them two, they've been killing it. Marcus Simeon's finally coming into form. Um, they had a doubleheader the other day, and he hit like three home runs and seven hits in two games. So it's pretty wild. Dang. He's coming back into form, and uh, it's uh, slightly, like I just said, a slightly more exciting time to be a Rangers fan. So yeah. get out to the park, enjoy some AC now that it's getting hotter, drink some cold drinks, and uh, if you need some food options, go back a couple episodes and check out some things to eat while you're there too. We oh, got yeah. you covered. Martin, what is, what is this, uh, what's going on with F1? How about you give us a <clears throat> quick update? <clears throat> Let me add my little <laughs> two cents here for uh, the few F1 fans that we've got listening. I know Lars, shouts out Lars over yeah. there in Norway. I know yeah. you're paying attention. Yeah. Um, so a little quick uh Player standing, we've got Max Verstappen, who drives for Red Bull, sitting at the top. Okay. We've got Charles Leclerc for Ferraris, coming in at second. Him and Verstappen are kind of tied to tie. They keep going head-to-head. They keep okay. being first and second on the podiums. Yeah. Last couple of races. Um, except for uh, the one and only Sergio Perez for Red Bull is the uh, most recent winner for the most recent race over in Monaco. Okay. I believe he's the first Mexican driver to win a race. Uh, or win the Monaco race. Really? Yeah, which is uh, huge, uh, huge congratulations to him. Huge yeah. milestone there. Shout out. We've got George Russell, Russell the Brit, uh, over there driving for Mercedes, sitting at fourth. And Carlos Sainz, uh, Ferrari's second driver, he's sitting there at fifth place. Okay. So Nice. Uh, definitely a different leaderboard that we saw last year. Uh, there are a few names up there that are still up there, but we see some new ones that have creeped their way. Yeah. And uh, when it comes to team standings, you have Red Bull in first place, Ferrari in second, Mercedes in third, McLaren in fourth, which is amazing because my favorite driver, Daniel uh, Ricciardo, is not doing too hot. So he's not giving the team a lot of points. Okay. Um, but their second driver, uh, Lando Norris, he is, I mean, killing it right now with Mercedes or uh, McLaren. Yeah. And he's the one that's racking in all those points, putting McLaren in fourth place. And you have uh, Alpha Romero or okay. Romeo, and they're sitting at fifth place, um, which is weird because they're usually the team that's like trying to beat last place. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's a uh, that's a big difference there too when it comes to F one. Um, Explain to me how Red Bull gets tied up in all these car brand team names, dude. Right? Like, exactly. how does that work? They're they're at the top too. They got the first and third driver, and they're the yeah. number one team right now uh, ahead of all these. Ferrari, Mercedes, McLaren, Alfa Romeo, you know, like, <laughs> shout out to the energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Beating all these car brands. <laughs> uh, I honestly have no idea. I know at first it definitely had to do with uh, salary, like budget for the team. Okay. I mean, they're obviously raking in a whole bunch of yeah. money because they just do everything when it comes to extreme sports. Yeah. And then, of course, their sports strings are like tied with Monster. Yeah. Um, But okay. they have a... Uh, Honda engine and okay. Honda seems to be doing pretty well um, huh. for their F1 engines and that's what's keeping them in first place I think. Okay. 
to be honest. But uh, the next race that we have here coming up, I'm trying to look. It is June uh, June 17th through the 19th, and it'll be in Canada. Nice. So it'll be in our time zone. I, I don't know. Maybe Crossbar will play the uh, the race here and uh, might be able to watch it here at Crossbar. So I bet they will. Might have to check that out. That's a quick F1 update. Yeah, very nice. I like it, Martin. Thanks for that. Of course. No problem, brother. No problem. <laughs> Might have to uh, also give a little disc golf update here, too. I've been I've been uh, watching a lot of disc golf open. Hey, we should hit, like, the top courses in Ooh, DFW. we should. All we right. should. That's future, definitely. Future app disc golf fans. Definitely one. Um, Let's hop into some Suggs and Rex. Sound good to you? Yeah, sounds good. Let's do it. Um, I got a documentary. I don't know what route you went here, but mine's a docu- documentary found on Netflix. All right. Have you heard of this one? Um, what is it? Dog. It's called Our Father. <laughs> it's called Our Father. Uh, and they have like a little subtitle. Is he yours? Ooh. Mari, Mari coming out. And, uh, <laughs> and the test says that you are the yeah, father. Right. Without spoiling it, because it is literally intense. Like the entire time my jaw is dropped. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Is about a, a fertility doctor in Indiana who serves all these, you know, wives and ladies and and people dealing with infertility. Yeah. Um, and trying to, I forget the method, but IVF. I think. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's it. IVF. Um, he does IVF on on all these women, you know, to try and get them pregnant. Right. Um, and the dude is using his own sperm. <gasps> He's not using so the guy. Up. He's not using a sperm donor. He's not using, say, a guy, you know, that the lady is with at the time. Yeah. This dude is going behind their back and using his own. Oh, my goodness. And the amount of people that he is a father to is unreal. Really? Throughout the documentary, this the main lady that it kind of sur- surfaces around um, that she's telling her story about. Yeah. She's constantly, over a few years, people are calling her saying, hey, do you know you're my sister? <sighs> Because they're doing DNA tests. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're going on all these sites and doing DNA tests and they're finding all these matches and they're like, are you kidding me? And Dude. turns out like it's all in this town too. Yeah. So like they've probably dated so-and-so oh. at some point, like, cause he has all these siblings. They're like that's right. They don't, it's not a big town. And, and, uh, uh, most of these people that this doctor is a father to or have either, you know had known each other have mutual friends or yeah. maybe even dated at some point so <gasps> just yeah as the documentary is going the number just clicks up and up and up of all these kids that the, that's coming out saying he's their he's father. our dad yeah the doctor's Gosh. our dad so i have seen this the title card on netflix oh, yeah. and i have yeah. seen like the trailer i'm waiting to see if natalie wants to watch it she probably <laughs> won't because of the whole like what it's about yeah she's not too big into these types of documentaries yeah yeah but i definitely want to check it out oh my goodness dude that is first <laughs> off just sick and just sad and yeah. so messed up and yeah without spoiling it he is not in jail he's not yeah that's all i'm gonna say oh <laughs> yeah which is even more sickening but yeah and it's you should just watch it i highly recommend this it's an easy watch. It's maybe an hour and a half and it just okay. released in May. Long. So it's not super old either. So it'll be on Netflix for a good while. Wow. There's actually, I was just reading, um, not necessarily the article, but kind of like a, the headline of it. And it was saying something about like one donor who has an uncurable disease, like donated to these clinics yeah. and like didn't, um, what's it called didn't disclose it to them yeah and so now all these people who have had his kids are like possibly born with this genetic disease that that is incurable yeah dude oh my gosh that's so sad that things like this it always just messes things up for everyone who's trying to yeah do something you know follow this route because they either can't have kids or or don't want to have their own they're already in a vulnerable position why are you doing this make it that much worse dude good grief that is horrible yeah um, well, I'm probably going to go a little bit more on the lighter side yeah, of things when it comes to <laughs> we need balance here, Mark. <laughs> uh, TV. Uh, I'm, I've been watching this Abbott elementary. Uh, I watch it on Hulu. I think it's probably like an NBC show or something. Okay. Um, but it's a great show. It's parks and recreation, but it's 
and the office i guess if you want to throw that in there too okay um style filming but in a public school setting and it's like in a low-income public school in philly and uh it's just really funny i mean like the characters are hilarious and it kind of shows you uh an insight as to what public school is kind of like because i'll I'll, like see some episodes and i'm like huh this is what natalie told me happens (laughs) like teachers trying to get supplies for their classrooms right like they don't the school doesn't have budget for that Mm -hmm. and so one episode is them trying to like make tiktok videos so people donate supplies nice yeah yeah so it's just it's like a nice lighthearted show that you can watch Uh, like i said i think it's just really funny at some moments like i said it has that style of filming so they're like looking at the camera and like giving small interviews okay. and yeah. stuff like in the hallways okay funny it's really funny i would definitely check it out nice. abbott elementary all right i like it all right well music's creeping up it's yep. been a while but uh, i'm glad we're back in the studio recording again yes sir always uh, fun still recovering from the weekend but hey <laughs> we're doing good we're doing good yep i'm right there with you martin i will be for a while we are <laughs> if you didn't know already we are on social media Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Red Pegasus Pod. Mm-hmm. Check us out, follow us, um, share us um, by mouth or by social media. Tell your friends about us. Grow, hashtag grow the show. Am I right? Oh, dig it. Dig and it. Um, yeah, please check us out. If you subscribe to us or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, we will shout you out on the show personally. Yeah, buddy. Um, if you see a Pegasus, you comment and or tag us on socials. We will repost it and give you all the love on our end as well. Um, thanks again, everyone, for hanging with us and listening. Do you have anything else, Martin? Uh, actually, yeah. What's that? It's a good thing we're staying at least six feet apart from each other. Oh, Not yeah. saying that we necessarily have monkeypox, but oh no, monkeypox has made its way to Dallas. That's right, people. Let's continue the six feet distancing rule. Oh my gosh. It's officially here. Get out of here. I don't want you near me.